our negative feelings, our low points, like our moments where we are just feeling like the crappiest thing on the planet, those moments are integral, like so important to our confidence building journey. That X factor that you want, that vibe that you want, that powerful woman that you want to become, she doesn't come from trying to keep things perfect all the time and never handle adversity. I want you to become a true leader, a true warrior who actually can handle all of that stuff and who has the skills and who has the tangibles to go with it. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. I am Jess. I am a career coach for women in the corporate space and women who work nine to five type roles. And I help women build unshakable, unstoppable confidence in themselves and in their voices at work so that they can feel amazing and create a really powerful career. And that is what I am here to help you do. And so much of my work and so much of what I talk about and do on this podcast is all around taking this idea of professional development and building communication skills and building leadership skills and becoming really effective at your job, but taking it a level deeper. Because what I've found is that it's really what's going on beneath the surface that sometimes matters more than skills themselves. And that's why I am such a fan of mindset work and such a fan of inner work and such a fan of focusing on things like building confidence because it's those internal pieces that fuel and power everything else. There's literally no point in having a super sophisticated skill set in your career if you lack confidence and if your mindset isn't solid because mindset is like the thing that we fill our tank with that lets us, uh, that empowers us to show up and actually use the skills that we have and actually take up space, right? Because using your skills <laughs> requires you to take up space, using your skills and the talents and the capabilities that you have to their fullest extent means you need to be speaking up, taking the lead, taking up space, taking risks, right? Those things require confidence. Those things require you to have a super effective mindset. And that's why the mindset piece is so important. And the reason I'm sharing all of this with you is because this episode in particular is very much about the inner work and very much about mindset and your internal world and less about concrete skills, right? So I'm not going to be talking in today's episode about communication skills or how to get a promotion or anything very tactical. This is about the deeper internal stuff. And this is a topic that is super close to my heart and super, super important to the work and the coaching that I do because I have found that this has been the single most effective difference maker in my own life and my own journey of finding my voice and my confidence and getting to a point in my career and my life where I accept myself and I like the person that I am and I feel strong and I'm able to take up space and I'm just able 
to be expressed in the world and to lead and to show up as the person I want to be. This ingredient and this topic I credit as the single thing that was most effective and most powerful in getting me there. And I think it's really ironic because this is the topic of feeling negatively, feeling low, feeling icky, feeling unworthy, feeling bad about yourself. And so I think it's really funny and interesting and ironic because I think so many people have this question in their minds of like, okay, what is the thing that's going to make me finally feel confident? What is the thing that's going to help me finally experience the change that I want to experience? What is the thing that's going to help me finally become the leader I want to be and become that strong, powerful voice in the meeting room? Like, what am I missing? Why am I not there yet? Why am I not that that version of me yet? Like, what what is the thing that I'm missing? And I think so often what people think that they're missing is like, oh, I'm just like not strong enough. I'm not confident enough. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel positive enough. I don't feel solid enough. And they think that they're missing all of these like positive feelings that make them feel strong and bold and powerful. But really, the answer rarely lies in the fact that they need to like go out and learn how to feel good and feel confident. And the answer so much more lies in their relationship with some of their harder negative emotions. And I think when we think of confidence, we think negative emotions. That's not part of confidence. Confidence is about feeling good. It's about feeling strong. It's about feeling amazing. We don't need to be talking about negative emotions. But actually in this episode, I'm going to explain to you why in my work, I believe that we absolutely do. And that's why I'm doing so much like preamble to this episode, because I see so many people that want to kind of get rid of their negative emotions and never feel bad and distance themselves from feeling bad. And they feel like if they feel icky or bad, or they're having like a shitty, crappy day and feeling horrible about themselves, they feel like they're failing. They feel like they're not, you know, in process of becoming the version of themselves that they want to be. And so many people hold beliefs that feeling bad, feeling negative, it's not an important part of the confidence building process. And in fact, it's a part that we need to eliminate and squeeze out of the confidence building process. And for me, it's it's just the opposite. Our negative feelings, our low points, our horrible moments, like our moments where we are just feeling like the crappiest thing on the planet, those moments are integral, like so important to our confidence building journey. And it is the choices we make in those moments that sets us up to feel more confident in the future. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, because I really want to encourage you to open yourself up to the idea that feeling negative, feeling low, feeling icky, while it's not fun, and while it's not an enjoyable experience, that doesn't mean that it's an experience that you want to never have ever again and aspire to never have. It's a really important part of the human experience, and it's a really important part of building confidence. So I'm going to share an analogy with you to explain to you how I think about feeling bad, feeling negatively, feeling low about yourself. And you can kind of plug in like, any phrase that resonates for you, whether it's feeling unworthy, feeling low, feeling negative, beating yourself up. It's just those times when you're mentally spiraling down and you're feeling really like crappy and small and just almost like insignificant or you want to run and hide. Like you're just feeling at your worst, right? I think we've all experienced this. That's what I'm talking about. And so I'm going to share an analogy to help you 
understand how I think about this and walk you through why it's so important and share some thoughts with you that I think will be really helpful to you in your confidence building journey if you keep a really open mind. For this episode to sink in, you have to open your mind, I think, wider than it's probably, probably than it wants to open because we don't like feeling bad. We don't like negativity, right? Like we want all the good stuff. We want all the positive stuff. We want to experience all of the positive elements of change and all the happy, exciting things without the hard stuff. So I think our brains really like to resist this and be like, no, I don't have to feel bad. I don't want to feel bad. The goal is to feel good all the time. And so you really have to kind of put some of those instincts aside and say, what if what if there is value here? Can I slow down and really think about this differently and really take this in? So with that, I'm going to walk you through the analogy because I think it's a really helpful way to understand this. And then we'll go deeper and we'll talk more about it together. Okay. So here's how I think about feeling bad about yourself, feeling negatively about yourself. I think of negative feelings as the scaffolding that helps us build confidence. So the way that I think about confidence, one of the many ways that I think about confidence, but for purposes of this episode, the way that I think about confidence is it's like a building. The confidence that we're building is a building, right? So the building represents us trying to build confidence. And we're not just trying to build any old building. I think about it as like we are building the world's most beautiful, impressive, architecturally sophisticated, gorgeous high-rise building. I want you to imagine the high-rise of all high-rises, the most beautiful, sophisticated, fancy high-rise in the entire world. That building is the building that we're building. And for purposes of this analogy, that building represents confidence. Now, I'm sure that you've been on the sidewalk and, you know, been in commercial areas where buildings are being built and construction is happening. And if you've ever seen the early phases of construction when a brand new building is being built, it is dusty and dirty and ugly and like you can't breathe the air. I really want you to think about like the rubble and the debris and like the dust and like all of the white dusty stuff everywhere and like you can't even understand how the building's going to look because it's like only partially formed and there's like stuff everywhere and it's a huge mess, right? I really want you to think about that phase of building a building versus the end result. It's like it's almost so hard to connect them in your mind, right? It's like you have this gorgeous building that's sleek and perfect and shiny and wonderful, but we probably forgot that when that building was being built, however many years ago it was, there was probably a huge mess. And during that messy period, a lot of what's being put up in order to build the building is the scaffolding. And so I, so look, I'm not a construction expert, so this is coming from my layperson's perspective. So if it's not 100% accurate, I apologize But my understanding is that the scaffolding are kind of like the bones of the building. And you have to have those bones. You have to have the scaffolding in order to build the actual building. Now, the scaffolding, because we've seen scaffolding, we've seen half-built buildings, right? Like we've seen like the inside part. The scaffolding is not pretty. It's really ugly, right? It's like part of that messy 
thing that you see when a building is being half built. This And the scaffolding doesn't have to be pretty because it goes inside the building. And once the building's fully built, it's not going to be visible. Like we're not going to actually see it. So it's very ugly, even though the building is so damn impressive and beautiful. And it's ugly, but it's necessary. We cannot build the building without it. And also, we don't need it to be pretty. Like, we actually don't need or want to slow down to take time to make the scaffolding look good because we're not going to see it from the outside anyway. And so it's really easy to look at this beautiful building and be like, oh, my gosh, like, this building is gorgeous. I can't imagine that there's, like, ugly scaffolding in the inside. Like, I can't imagine that it was ever, like, messy and rubbly and ugly. This building is just so perfect, right? And it's it's hard in our minds to look at that beautiful building and then to be thinking about all of the messiness that's probably hidden in the crevices inside of it and all of the messiness that was a part of its original evolution. And I share this with you because this is really similar to what you might experience when you see a human out in the world who appears to you to be very, very confident. You are seeing the outside of the building. You are seeing that beautiful building, but there's a lot that you're not seeing. And specifically, you're not seeing the scaffolding. So you're seeing how that person is acting externally, but you don't see what they have internally. You don't see the internal foundations that they've built that have helped them show up that way and helped them exude that confidence. And not only can you not see the scaffolding because it's inside and it's covered up and you can't really see it outside, but also you didn't see that person in the very beginning before they were that confident person, right? You didn't see that person in the early phases of their construction project of their confidence when it was messy and dusty and things weren't looking so great, right? You're just seeing the end product, the finished result, that beautiful building. And you might be able to see where I'm going with this, but for me, negative emotion and feeling bad about yourself And your ability to navigate that with self-compassion and kindness and inner strength and acceptance of yourself is the scaffolding of your confidence. You cannot build a building and you cannot build confidence without scaffolding. It has to be there. Now, this doesn't mean that the building isn't going to be beautiful, right? And this doesn't mean that you're not going to build a confidence that makes you feel powerful and badass. It just means that in order for you to build that beautiful building, to have that really robust, unstoppable sense of confidence, you need scaffolding. And the scaffolding isn't going to be pretty. And it's not supposed to be pretty. The building is what's supposed to be pretty. And so how does this relate back to feeling negatively and feeling bad about yourself? So when we are building confidence, we can go about it in a way where we think that the name of the game is to never feel bad. And when we're building a confidence where the goal is to never feel bad, that is not actually confidence that we are building because confidence isn't so afraid of things going wrong, and confidence isn't trying to control things so much. Confidence knows it can handle shit. 
It knows it can show up for shit. It knows that it can get through difficult things. So if the quote unquote confidence you're building is something where you think it needs to be free of you ever feeling bad, that's not confidence. That's something else. Now, I would argue that what that is is perfectionism, which is literally the opposite of confidence. And this is so important because in your mind, you can be like, I'm building confidence. I'm trying to feel good. I'm trying to feel amazing. I'm trying to feel solid. I'm trying to be that badass bitch in the meeting room when really you're moving away from confidence and you're just getting deeper into a perfectionistic pattern, right? And so what I want you to think about is when you're building confidence, and you're trying to do it in a way where you never want to feel bad, and where if you do feel bad, you're making it mean that you're moving away from confidence, and that confidence is about feeling good all the time and never struggling and never feeling shitty. If you're going about building confidence that way, you are building a high-rise building without scaffolding. It is the world's most beautiful building, but the second you open the door and step foot in that lobby, the entire building collapses because there was no scaffolding. Just like if you go about your career and you go about your confidence journey trying to never feel bad and trying to get things right and never fail and never have adversity and never feel icky and never make a mistake, you're going to build a confidence that the second someone taps on the window of that confidence and things get a little hard, it's going to collapse to the ground because it was never real in the first place because it never had the scaffolding. So the scaffolding is not the building, but it's what supports the building. And in this situation, what the scaffolding means is that when you feel low or when you feel icky or when you feel bad about yourself, you don't make that mean that you are not a confident human being. And you don't make that mean that something is wrong with you. And you don't make that mean that you are going about the journey wrong or you're doing it wrong or everyone else knows something that you don't know or something is wrong with you that isn't wrong with everyone else, right? As soon as we feel bad, we feel icky, we feel gross, we feel alienated, we feel low, what we often do is say, oh my gosh, like I'm not like the other people. Something's wrong with me. This feels horrible. I want this to end. Like this is the worst thing ever. I'm just going to like accept where I am and just stay stuck forever. When really what happened is you just put up the first bar of the scaffolding. Like you just had a chance to start building the building. So if you get handed that bar and you have a chance to root it in the ground and, and start building the building and you're like, wait, but I feel bad. So I can't go out and build confidence. Everything has gone wrong. You've totally missed the point. Because when you feel bad and you are able to still love yourself and be with yourself and accept yourself and find a sense of peace within yourself through the negative feeling and not like totally push yourself away and reject yourself and be mean to yourself and beat yourself up and make yourself wrong because you're having a hard human moment, when you're able to just treat yourself the way you would treat someone you love or the way that you would treat your best friend or your family or whoever it is in your life. But when you treat yourself the way you would treat someone else who is going through something really, really difficult, you're taking that first bar of scaffolding and you're rooting it into the ground. And now you're starting to build foundations that can actually hold a building. Yes, confidence is the thing that we see on the outside, but what it is built from, what is on the inside is our resilience, our ability to be with and navigate 
whatever comes up without being cruel and harsh and totally abandoning and rejecting ourselves, right? So there's a difference between struggling and feeling bad and being like, I'm the worst. See, this is wrong. I'm wrong. This isn't going to work. Like, this is horrible. There's a difference between being in that place and being like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I feel so bad. How can I support myself through this? How can I walk myself through this feeling? How can I take care of myself? How can I offer myself grace? What can I do for myself today? How am I going to get through this? How do I want to bounce back from this? How do I want this to look? How is this going to support me in my journey? What can I do for myself through this experience and through this this feeling. When you approach it in that way, that is when you're taking that negative feeling, that negative emotion, that negative experience, and you're creating a piece of scaffolding, a bar of scaffolding for that building. And now what happens when this becomes a part of who you are, when part of your growth and part of your goals and your commitments to yourself include you, being able to be kind to yourself and be able to support yourself and be internally strong and resilient when things feel really hard. When you do that, you are building the confidence, you are building the building that is actually going to stand up and last and not break the second someone enters the building or the second that you try to install an elevator in the building or the second someone taps on the window. When you have the internal knowledge that you can navigate hard things, your confidence is deeper, right? So there are two kinds of confidence, and there's a few different episodes where I talk about this same theme. One of the episodes is called Badass versus Perfectionist, and there's another episode um, in the series on confidence called Confidence 1.0 versus Confidence 2.0. So you can have a kind of confidence is only intact when things go perfectly and when you get the good feedback and things go well and you get the outcome you want, right? You can have that kind of confidence or you can be someone who isn't afraid of things going wrong and you can show up confident to the meeting room, not because you know how it's going to go and you're trying to control how it's going to go and because you need it to go perfectly and you're confident that you're going to show up perfectly, but because you know that if something feels hard or you feel bad after or something difficult happens or you mess it up or whatever, you're totally going to be able to handle that. So I want you to imagine that two different people walk into the same room. They are both exuding confidence. One of them, however, is terrified of things going wrong and terrified of adversity. And the other one is like, if things go wrong, I will handle it. I know what to do. Those two people have a very different kind of confidence. And, and I would argue that the person who is terrified of things going wrong hasn't quite built true confidence. They've built more of that surface level confidence, what I call confidence 1.0, right? Which doesn't have the resilience and the flexibility to move through negative things. When you know that you can handle negative things and when you know that they're not a problem or a barrier or an obstacle, you feel much more solid going into any situation because you have that inner knowing that you can handle it. And I believe that confidence doesn't come from being good at things or being amazing or being the best at this and that or whatever. I think it comes from that knowing. It comes from the knowing that I am a building with scaffolding. 
I am not a building that is hollow inside. I'm a building with scaffolding. When someone rocks me or taps on the windows or when there's an earthquake, I do not collapse. It is that feeling in your body that confidence comes from. It's kind of like if like, you know, when you shove everything in your closet because you don't want to clean and like the closet door is like about to burst open. And you know that if like someone opens the closet, everything's going to fall out versus having a very organized closet. You could have a guest in your home and you're like giving them a tour of the home and they're like near the closet and the door is closed. And like if you know that the second that that door opens, everything's going to come like rushing out of the closet. Like if you know that that's going to happen, you're going to feel very differently inside than if you know that the inside of that closet is totally organized. And I feel like this is how I perpetually feel about my apartment because I struggle so much with like organizing my personal space and being neat and tidy. But it's the same thing. It's like it's like when you know that the scaffolding is there, when you know the closet's organized, you have a feeling inside that drives you. And that is the feeling from which you convey strength and authority and power. That's where that comes from, right? It's like that X factor that you want, that vibe that you want, that powerful woman that you want to become. She doesn't come from trying to keep things perfect all the time and never handle adversity. That comes from knowing that you have scaffolding. And knowing that you have scaffolding comes from being really good at supporting yourself through really difficult emotions and as seeing them as part of your growth and not a problem and seeing them as an opportunity to deepen your relationship with yourself, deepen your intimacy with yourself, deepen your resilience. And as those things deepen, your scaffolding gets stronger and stronger. And so this beautiful building that you're building, this beautiful confidence that you're building is going to last a really long freaking time. And this is so important in my coaching work because I think so often we bypass this because we don't want to like we don't want to feel bad and we don't want to talk about feeling bad and we don't want to go into the bad feelings and the dark stuff. But I I mean, I've been a coach now for almost two years. Yeah, wow, that's kind of crazy to think about. I'm approaching the two-year mark, but I've been like doing personal development and into this stuff for a very long time. And nothing, literally nothing shifted my confidence and helped change me more than me reframing my relationship and my resilience and my capacity for being with myself when I was feeling bad and being with myself when I was feeling bad about myself. That was one of the biggest ingredients for me. And I wanted to share that with you because I know that as the host of this podcast and like as a coach, my personality is I'm a very perfectionist person, right? Like I'm perfectionist, I'm type A. I've spent so much of my journey trying to build the kind of confidence that doesn't have scaffolding, right? Like trying to build a beautiful building with no scaffolding inside. And I constantly revert back to that like all the time. And I have to keep reminding myself like, no, we're building the real deal confidence, like the real kind of confidence with scaffolding. Like we're not going to be perfectionists. Like we're not going down this really painful, exhausting, not sustainable route. So that's the type of person that I am. And so I know that my podcast and my coaching work and my programs attracts women who are similar to me. We want to get it right. We want to get an A. We want to. We want the teacher to give us good feedback. We want a gold star. We don't want to mess it up, right? I know that. 
And so it's so important for me to call this out because I think it's so it's, you know, so easy to find a podcast like this and listen to it and just kind of take it in as like, this is me just trying to improve myself and improve myself and improve myself so that I never, ever have to feel bad ever again when really, yes, I want you to learn the communication skills. Yes, I want you to get the promotion, but I want you to get it as a version of yourself who won't collapse when an earthquake happens, right? Like I want you to have your cake and eat it too. I want you to know all of the things to help you be successful and have all the tools and have all the skills. But I also don't want you to feel like you can't handle adversity and like you're going to collapse the minute things get hard or the minute you encounter something in your job and there isn't a podcast episode about it. And then what do you do and how do you get through it, right? Like I want you to become a true leader, a true warrior, like a true badass bitch in the meeting room who actually can handle all of that stuff, right? And who has the skills and who has the tangibles to go with it. And so that's what I wanted to share with you today is that feeling bad about yourself is a part of the confidence building process. It is an integral part of the confidence building process. And I think what is so hard about it is that it is very easy to literally feel like you were the only one feeling that way. And that is that is why I personally am so passionate about coaching, being a coach and having my own coaches and being in coaching programs as a client and as a student. Because when you're out in the real world, you are alone in all of this crap that you're experiencing in your head. And that makes it much harder to use it as scaffolding because when you're alone in it, it is really easy, like so easy to fall into the, the belief that something is wrong with you and you're uniquely screwed and uni uniquely broken. And it's really hard to remove yourself from that belief system in isolation. And so when you are working on yourself, when you have a group of women, when you're part of a community, right? Like when you're in a space where it is normalized to talk about these things, and that is part of what that space is for, and you're out of this world that we live in where we kind of pretend like we're okay and we don't always talk about what we're really feeling. We don't always share like the real shit that we're experiencing with people. When you get out of that kind of like fake surface level part of the world, which is very prominent in the corporate world, right? Like we hide a lot of things in the corporate world and you get into a space where it's actually real and honest, then you start to see like, oh my God, it's not just me experiencing this. Like I've been in my head this whole time thinking that it was me thinking that I was alone, like thinking that something's wrong with me, like when really this is a very universal experience and it's something that I can build tools and capacities to work through so that it doesn't completely overtake my careers and get in the way of my goals and ambitions. That is why I feel so strongly about the work that I do, about this podcast being a place where I can remind you that you're not alone, you're not the only one. As a coach, I see this on a macro level, right? I have all of my different clients. I see all of the parallels. I see woman after woman saying, am I the worst? Am I the most behind? Am I struggling the most? I see it again and again. And it's like, well, obviously you're not because if <laughs> I can't, it can't be true that everyone is the worst, right? That literally can't be true. What's true is that everyone thinks they're the worst and feels the worst and sometimes feels alone and alienated in their journey. And that's why having community 
when it comes to this is one of the most helpful and healing things in the process. So if you are struggling and feeling stuck and feeling like something must be wrong with you, just know that you don't have to take those narratives at face value. And just know that if you question those narratives and you approach your struggle with that kindness towards yourself and with this view of like, how does the best version of me navigate this really difficult thing, it will contribute to your confidence. It will help you grow your confidence. It will help you feel stronger in a future moment because of the choices that you made to navigate it with love and strength and compassion in the present. That is what I want to share. I have a lot more to share on this topic, but I think that is a good amount to get started with and at least get you thinking on. And if you're having a really bad day, come back to this episode, listen to it again. If you know that you get stuck in your head and you know that you have a tendency to think that you're the only one struggling and it must be just something is uniquely wrong with you and you're broken and you can't change, that is so much of why I do my group programs and why I created the Art of Speaking Up Academy because it is so important for you to get out of the echo chamber and isolation of your own head and into an environment where some of those beliefs will be questioned and where you'll learn that maybe you're not as alone and as uniquely broken as you think or feel like, and where you'll gain tools to help navigate those experiences so that they make you stronger instead of taking you farther and farther away from the career that you want and the woman that you want to be. If that's something that feels supportive for you, I definitely invite you to join the waitlist for the Art of Speaking Up Academy, which I will link below in the show notes and When you're on the wait list, you'll be the first to find out when I launch a future cohort of that program. And inside there, you will have a chance to really shift the way that you think about yourself and experience yourself and really shift some of those stories that something is wrong with you. And as you do that, it builds such a powerful foundation on which you can begin to layer and build all of that beautiful, lasting, sustainable confidence. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is such a joy to have you here. You'll find my info, my show, like all of my website, contact info, like all the things that you need. I always put them in the show notes. So definitely check that out if you're like, I want more. I will link the two episodes that I mentioned in this this episode on Confidence 1.0 versus Confidence 2.0 and the other episode that I mentioned if you want to go deeper into this idea. It's so important. It was a game changer for me. It literally changed everything for me. So I hope it changes everything for you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you in next week's episode.